Good bloody evening, you legends. It's the King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another week of the King of the Couch podcast. How the bloody hell have you been? I've been well, and I'm excited to be back. It's, uh, mate, it's Monday night, 13th of September 2021, 8.58pm. Hell of a Monday. Huge Monday, in fact. Um, so much shit going on. Huge weekend. Heaps to talk about tonight. Just all sorts of random shit, but that's the show, so... You love it. Uh, some housekeeping. Uh, please subscribe to the show. I always forget to do this week in, way out, but please subscribe to the show. It means a hell of a lot if you could. And uh, and pay it forward. Um, if you don't want to drop me a comment and things like that, that's fine. A like or whatever you want to call it. But maybe um, find something that resonates with you in the show, something that made you laugh, something that made you think, something you tried. I had my, my, uh, my cousin last week and a couple of people at this um, reach out to me but uh he's doing cold showers now after me talking about cold showers last week so <clears throat> pretty um pretty mental but yeah pay it forward i think it's really cool you know if i can if i can share like something with you and then you go and do it that makes my day um it fucking happens to me too when i listen to something in a podcast or see something online and i go and do it it's pretty mental so that's really cool um secondly apologies my voice is a little bit croaky i mentioned last week it was a bit croaky and it wasn't too bad and then i I eventually lost my voice. That was the Monday. I must have lost my voice on the Thursday. So it got it got bad. It got real bad. And I was just like, didn't know if I was coming or going. The voice box didn't know what to do. I had to cancel a whole bunch of work meetings on the on the Thursday because I just couldn't talk. But I'm back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna battle through. So hopefully the voice uh the voice goes all right. We we licked it up all weekend, so it's all good. I'm joined tonight by a little bit of a Cooper's Ultra Light, Ultra Ultra Light, basically non-alcoholic. I'd have to have about forty million of the cunts and then get behind the wheel and be classed as a drunk driver. Um, but straight off the bat, before I get into my weekend, um, I wanted to I wanted to do a plug. I wanted to I wanted to uh, promote next week's show. So episode one hundred and ten got a pretty special guest on next week. I um I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited. I'll, after the podcast, I'll sort of we'll go. There's a whole thing behind it. Not, not a massive thing, but there's a thing behind it. But next week, episode one hundred and ten, I'm sitting down with a with with a pretty cool dude, um Isaac John, um aka Ice. He runs the Ice Project. Um, one of the co founders um from yktr you know the rules uh which is kind of like a streetwear brand a bit of a media company now and in, in in reality um they do a lot of podcasting a lot of great content creation themselves um he's got heaps of podcasts under the yktr thing he's got a whole sort of team of guys a whole crew um but very very cool i'm very excited to have him on he's like he's an ex-nrl player he's killing it with yktr um i love a lot of the content he puts out and it just one of those things, you know, where he put something out on his socials. I thought, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose here. Contacted him, and um, yeah, made it work. So next week, I'll have a guest on. We'll be releasing the show. I, I've I've got it not on a Monday night, doing it first thing Tuesday morning, and um, yeah, I'll have it out Tuesday. So the potty will be like one day late, but big deal because the guest is is fucking unreal i'm really really excited he's got a shitload of listens over a million listens on his podcast like over like 8.6 million views on his youtube channels and things like that so um 
Very, very cool. If you haven't seen YKTR, go and check it out if you're into streetwear, clothing. Actually, just really cool clothing in general. I really like it. You don't specifically have to be into streetwear, I don't think. But uh, his content is mental. I'm really, really excited, actually. Um, funnily enough, a little, little, little short story. I um, When I was... Oh, I established the podcast and stuff like that. And when I was looking for, you know, how do I sort of grow the podcast? How do I do things like that? You know, just a bit of education around podcasts and stuff. He's huge on self-education. I sort of Googled, um, you know, how to start a podcast, things like that. And at the same time, I was like keen to like do the clothing thing. And I don't think I'd released any of the King of the Couch clothes at this point. Um, I'm very, very small time compared to him, obviously. Um, but anyway, long story short, he basically has like free ebooks that he gives away, a bit of free content. And one that I downloaded was, you know, how to run a pod, how to start and run a podcast. And the other one was how to how to start a clothing label. It's sort of come full circle now that I like that was like eighteen months ago, and I feel like it's interesting that I'm sitting down with him. I said, big fan of what he does. Love all the guys on his um on his on his YKTR sort of brand company crew, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But yeah. This time next week, I'll have all my fucking notes, all my questions to go. So if any of you listening would like to like submit any questions, I've got heaps I want to talk to him about. Frankly, they probably won't have enough time to talk to him about everything. Um, but yeah, look, shoot anything through you want to. If I can fit it into the show, I will. But um, I think I think this is going to be a really doozy podcast. He says stay doozy, so stay doozy. It's going to be a doozy fucking podcast. Isaac John from YKTR, episode 110 with the king of the couch, KOTC. YKTR collab. I am fucking excited. I really am. But anyway, let's get into the show. Huge weekend. Um, oh, it was massive, eh? Last week was just full on. I had a fucking bit of a funny week last week. We'll talk about it after the weekend bit. Um, but Friday night, I went down to Brisbane. We had organized. I can the cat's out of the bag now. My mum obviously sometimes listens to the show. Thank you, mummy. Um, it was her 60th birthday on Saturday, September 11th. Um, shout out my mum. Happy birthday, mummy. 60 years young, looking sensational for 60. Seriously, my mum really takes care of herself, you know, in terms of like her looks and things like that. And uh, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know she's 60. So mum, if you're listening, you're beautiful and I love you. Thank you for all that you do for me. Um, but anyway, we had planned a little surprise party for her on the Saturday. So I'll get to that shortly. But we had to get down to Brisbane on the Friday night. Demons v Geelong, my pop, my 88-year-old pop, God love him, I know he wanted to watch it, so I thought, I'll go down on the Friday night, I want to watch it with him, we had to drop some food off for the party on the Saturday, so we had a whole thing, but it was a full-on weekend, get down to Pop's house, they got the pizza sorted, unreal, he's got the cans of gold, I had four, three cans of Furfy with me, I didn't have much, I was travelling light, and... He had a whole bunch of golds, like he always does. And the game was on. I was looking forward to a big game, Demons v. Geelong. And seriously, the Demons just fucking blew Geelong out of the water. It was an unreal game, if you're a Demons fan. An absolute shit show, if you're a Geelong fan. I'm I'm neither. Not to say I'm not a fan of either team. I follow the Lions, obviously. But um, <clears throat> it was... Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It, it's one of those things. I hate going into like the prelim footy when it's all the all the quarterfinals or whatever the fuck they're called, and it's just like that. They're just whitewashes, you know. I think we got uh, a week off now. That's a grand final, so we've got to have the demons v Western Bulldogs for the final. I'm going to go down and watch it at my pop's house because I'm really really excited about that. So that is cool, and it will look. Uh, you know, it was fun. Whatever. We had a few beers, a lot of pizza. Classic Friday night. Went upstairs. And uh, yeah, ate a little bit of twisty action. No, no twisty action, some shapes. And that was about it. That was it. I actually went to bed relatively early on Saturday night because I knew it was my mummy's birthday and I had to get up on Saturday to do some shit. Didn't want to be hungover. You know, normally I'll get, I'll be honest, 
My mum, for someone that doesn't drink, she always gets like a lot of like alcoholic gifts, which is sensational <clears throat> because her son is, you know, virgin, functioning alcoholic. And uh, I usually will go and crack like a bottle or something when I get to her house. Just like my routine, go down there. Mum's always got the treats in the cupboard. She's got the champagne and ice, doesn't drink it herself. But I thought, nah, wanted to have a good night's sleep, wanted to get up, you know, relatively in shape on Saturday morning. And uh, and that's exactly what I did. So I said it was my mum's 60th. I was super, super pumped, you know, because it, it's a milestone, the 60. I remember going back, look, I'm 32 now. And for other adults out there, when you're like 18, 60 sounds like 120, like as a 32-year-old. It sounds so old. And I'm thinking fuck, I'm only like 28 years off being 60. Like, I'm actually very close. I'm more than halfway to being 60. That scares me a little bit, you know. I really hope that I amount to uh, certain things in my life. Anyone that loves this show, they might they might say, look, you're already amounting to things in your life, but geez, I've got a long way to go by my own standards. Um, but yeah, it was great. Honestly, got up, did the, did the when you didn't do breaking bed, we did a present in bed. Arabella got to do the present. She was a little bit shy and stuff like that. Don't know why, but she was. Uh, we went out and had a nice little breakfast down in Brisbane. So long since I've actually been out for a uh, a morning breakfast in Brizzy. It was just like, the place is changing. Honestly, big country town no more. It was like seriously just pumping down there. We still got the stupid masks on, which is really confusing when you go out. You know what I mean? At this moment, it's just like, do we wear it? Do we not? You don't have to wear it in open spaces and... I don't know, the whole, the whole venue was outside, so I was just, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, but it was a lovely, lovely brekkie. My throat's drying out here, I'm going to take a quick sip of the Cooper's Ultralight. So good, I love the bitterness of it, so good. But it was a good day, it was all about mum, I said, mum, what do you want to do today? You know, it's your day, wanted to have a little brekkie, we did that, wanted to go shopping, we did that, frankly... I sort of wanted to go shopping because I wanted to get a pair of Adidas Gazelles. Didn't try them on. I've got to be in the. I've got to be in the zone. And it's not that I wasn't, but Beck wasn't there, and I really wanted her feedback. Um, good or bad, I just wanted it, you know. And she sort of went off with Arabella, so it didn't it didn't put me in a mood by any means. But I just was I was off it. So I thought, yeah, you know what, the Gazelles aren't for today. We'll go and do something else. I took Arabella home. The girls went and got the nails did. Girls, girls love getting their manicure and pedicure. Well, I think it's like. A very creepy thing, frankly, getting pedicures. But I like feet. I like toenails. They're very nice. So it's good that the girls take care of themselves in that in that regard. I wouldn't do it myself. I, I know guys out there, they go and get foot massages. Not for me. I've got a bit of a sensitive foot and I just don't, I don't dig it. I don't want someone touching my feet. And frankly, I'm, I'm such a nice bloke. I really am. That I actually feel like it downgrades the person who's got to sit there. I know I'm paying them, but... Like they're rubbing my feet and they're below me, literally below me because they're, they're at foot level. And I don't know, I just feel bad. Maybe that's just like a bad affirmation I'm putting on myself. But yeah, I don't know. I just not one, not not a dude for foot massage. Give me a whole body massage. Just stop at the feet. You know what I mean? Maybe if I was on a table and, and I was like, I was like v- vertical, horizontal. I was horizontal and the feet were at the same level as my head. Maybe it'd be a different thing there if it was a whole body thing, but just specifically getting your feet massaged, I think is really, really weird. So maybe I, I um, the pedicure thing for me just sort of falls in there. But anyway, the girls were getting it done. And as I said, they came home and we had the surprise party. So it's so fun. This is this is serious. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a play-by-play, but it was seriously like the funnest one of the funnest things I've, I've had to plan. I've never planned a surprise party. <clears throat> and it's good because I don't really like telling white lies, but this is like one of those white lies that's like, it's a good one. Like there's something like fun coming at the end of this white lie. So it is it is nice and fun. 
Um, we basically told everybody to be at my uh, my auntie and uncle's house. Shout out my auntie and uncle too. Seriously, they they let me use their place. They're so open. They got such a good open door policy. Actually, all my all my aunties and uncles do. My whole family does. Frankly, it's really really cool. And um, I, I I love their house. It's such a good vibe. And I've just they've got this awesome entertainment area. I really like it. Love doing it. My whole family is so social. I love them. Love them to death. So I was really one. I'm really grateful for that. If they do listen to the show, I know they've bought merch. Thank you very much for supporting me. If you do listen to the show, shout out. Love you dearly. And people had to be there at four. My mum, we had to get there at four thirty. We thought she thought we were dropping Arabella off for the babysitter which is my cousin, shout out Gracie, love you to death, and that was it, she she nothing, nothing, it was the best kept secret I've ever kept, and it was it was good, it was played really well, we got there about 4.40, and it was just like in, I was like, oh mama, I just, I did the, I did the fumble, like the key fumble, I had Arabella in my arms, like, oh god, the keys was this, oh mama, you go ahead, and she goes, right, and then she goes, I hope it's not another surprise, there's a little bit of an abstract cryptic cryptic story there. Could have been could have my brother's elopement surprise wedding. Oh, my, yeah, my brother got married. We'll talk about that another one. I've totally I've totally glossed over that because I had so many back to back guest episodes. But we'll have to talk about it in the next episode or the next episode. It will happen. I swear to God, because that's uh, that's a story in itself. Um, but shout out Chloe and Jake for getting married. I digress there. Mum walks in. Last word she said was. I hope this is not another surprise. Bang, surprise. Oh, fuck, it was good. Just loved it. And the cool thing about it was it was like, and I love parties, you know, but I don't like my own parties. Like, no one does. You never relax at your own party. And the fact that I had to put all the attention on my mother was just so good. Like, I was a little bit anxious, but I felt good because I knew it was going to be good. There was heaps of her old faces there, all the family. You know, it was good. Everyone shipped in, got awesome food. Everyone had a drink in their hand all night. Man, it was just so fun, and I was just really, really stoked that we could do that for my mum. One, it's good to make people feel like loved and stuff like that. I, th- I feel like we are really close knit sort of family. Well, that's my impression of it anyway. I try to make an effort with everybody in my family as much as I can, and um, I just really wanted my mum to just make sure she felt real loved up that day, and I, and I and I know she did, and that was really cool. But I don't, I just love my family all in the one place. I love when like the friends are there, old, young, doesn't matter. Just fucking get there, get a drink in your hand. Get a non-alcoholic beer in your hand if you must. I don't care. Just have something in your hand, right? Piece of sushi, slice of pizza. I don't know. Just to have something in your hands. That's that's a rule. And it was just good. Music in the air. Oh, God, so good. There was a little bit of football on that night too. Oh, God, so good. Um, and it honestly, it went off. It was a great night. Uh, shout out my mum. As I said, 60 years young, looking absolutely sensational. Getting better with age, frankly. She's the, she's the definition of a fine wine, just better with age. Um, but yeah, shout out, mum. You do a lot for me. I love you to death. So yeah, anyway, got to get on with the rest of the show, mum. Sorry, but uh, I do love you. And I said happy birthday a million times already. Got home um, and I was, I'll be honest, I was, I wasn't three sheets. I was two sheets, but I'd had like probably, I'd had a fair, fair skinful, about 12 stubbies. And uh, I was, I was in a good mood. Had a lot of food too. It was feeling quite heavy not heavy enough though because i managed to stomach half a party bag of chicken twisties when i got home that's just my move hey get a lot of fucking drinks under your under your belt and then just see how much food you can just shove in your mouth after it that's kind of my stone cold stunt it's my signature move and i sat down i was like oh fuck it went to bed last night on time like a good little boy nah tonight's the night we stay out and we fucking put the movie on we eat twisties might have another little beer i always do that crack one beer get like three mouthfuls out fall asleep enough to fucking either stomach it for a breakfast beer or pour it down the sink which 
I don't know what I feel worse about. I don't like wastage, but I also don't want to like succumb to my addictions. So that's a podcast for another time. But I actually tell you what I did on Saturday evening after all that. I put on The Full Monty and it's that old movie where like, you know, they all become strippers and things like that. Now that came out like 20 something years ago, probably. I remember seeing it as a, as a, as a young and when you're young, like it doesn't hit you. You just think, oh, these old dudes are just, they just want to get naked and it's so funny and ha ha ha. And they're all different people and there's stuff like that. But as an adult at 32, that's experienced like different sort of anxieties and pains and pleasures across of his life knows the, uh, the full value of rent and a bill and a dollar that you make. Um, I'll be frank, that movie hit me fucking differently on Saturday night. The Full Monty. It was a pure black comedy. Great movie. I will start by saying that. But let's just like preface it, right? They're basically dudes that just like, they're unemployed. They're having a shit time. One of them's divorced. He wants to see his kid. His his ex-wife's a bit of a bitch. She's got this husband, or the new husband, who's a real cockhead. Then you flick to the other bloke. He's got severe body issues, like... He, he runs in because his wife is like going to see strippers and things like that. And he's got real bad body issues. Won't sleep with her because he's tubby. As a, as a semi-chubby uh, gutted man, I don't get that myself. Um, I know women are like that. And shout out women because you're all beautiful in your own way. Um, that could have been a backhanded comment. I don't know. But I do think all women are beautiful in their own way. I think everybody's beautiful in their own way. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But for me, look, if someone's like grateful enough to have sex with me and I've got a bit of a chubby gut, I'm not turning him down. That would be rude. But anyway, this guy in this movie, he had body issues. So the, one of them's like going through this divorce. It's, it's got this son growing up. He's got this real weird relationship with his ex-wife. It's fucked. They're looking for jobs. This other guy's fat as hell. He's not really that fat as hell. He's just a normal dude. He hates his body, all this sort of shit. He's looking for jobs. Another guy they come across, he ends up trying to gas himself in the car. There's another dude that's like losing his house. And at the end of the day, these 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 poor desperate cunts, they're just trying to strip and get some money to support themselves. It hit me different. It really did. I thought, you know, it's fucking different out there. But anyway, the full Monty, go and check it out. 20-something years old, but I'm still recommending it. Sunday morning, breaking with the fam. Couldn't get enough of the fam. Uh, went to a place called Sunday's Cafe at Rockley. Very good, very quaint, very nice, great staff. You get a shout out. Um... But it was good, brekkie with the fam. I had a little brekkie burger and a little hash brown on the side, a little oat milk flat white. Pfft, lovely way to start your fucking day. You know, nutrients aside, it's a lovely way to start your day. It really, really is good. I don't know what the fuck is in a in a hash brown beside hash, potato, and oil, but it's a beautiful combination, and it's delicious. The crunch, the oil, love it. That's exactly what you want to lie in your stomach on a Sunday morning. So we did that. It was a fucking pearler of a day in Brisbane too. It was so hot. So I was like, geez, I could go for a swim. And my uncle and auntie were just like, well, why don't you come around? We've got a pool. It was just like, yeah, match made in heaven. Let's do that. Did that. Picked up the togs. Picked up everything. Picked up the dog. Went up there. Had a couple of, had a couple of tins of my uncle. Just got the cheese and bickies out. It was such a good day. My mum had bought Arabella a little mini Sharon AFL ball on the way up with some togs and stuff like that. Shout out my mum. She's always shouting my daughter things. It's so cool. But that ball was beneficial for us all. Honestly, that was like hours of fun for our family. Just so good. And the pool was effing freezing, I will say that. But it was awesome to get in. I'm all about the cold showers. So I just had that mindset, that fucking iron mindset. Just like, I don't care how cold this is. You could put a ton of ice in there and I'm still diving in there like I'm fucking Wim Hof. And that's exactly what I did. Just dove in like an absolute freaking Greg Luganus wannabe. And had the time of my effing life with my daughter. And it was so good. Honestly, such a good day. I had to drive home on my own. 
Aircon shit itself in the car, had the windows down. Poor Frankie, I had the AirPods in because I wanted to crank the music. New Wild Hearts album, as I said. Shout out last week. Seriously good album. Cruise the whole way home. Couple of beers under my belt. Windows down. Such a good time. Get home. Wanted to watch Power vs. Uh, the Knights. Great game. Hated the end of it. Didn't like the way it went in the end. I tipped Power, but didn't like the way it went in the end. But anyway, won't talk about much NRL tonight, today, whatever, tonight, whenever you're listening around the world. Got an NRL podcast coming out in a couple of weeks with Jared, so we'll, we'll debrief on all that then. Um, and that was it. We uh, had a bit of dinner last night. Made a seafood marinara, delicious seafood marinara mix. Nice little, uh, nice little sauce combination. Nice pasta. Bottle of champagne under my belt. Unreal. And I watched a movie um, last night called Sweet Girl with Jason Momoa. Um, man, so good. We'll talk about him in one. Point five seconds, but that was it. I actually slept on the couch because I snore really badly, and I had a few drinks, and just out of pure respect, out of pure chivalry, I said, "Bet you have the bed, and I'll just honestly, just fucking bulge a disc and sleep here, and it'll be all good." That's exactly what I did till four forty-five this morning. Got up, went to bed, tried my hardest not to snore, not to breathe. Beck hates it when I when I breathe loudly. Geez, she's critical of my loud breathing. Um, she would call it a snore. I just call it loud breathing, um, and that was it. Couple of coffees today. Fucking shit ton of emails later. Bit of a bit of a mortgage uh, broker meeting before uh, this, which I'll talk about very very momentarily. But on with the show now. I will have another sip a roo at this point because my throat, she's drier than a nun's nasty. Someone get the man a fucking lozenge. Oh god. Um, got some questions. Got a fair bit on tonight. Got some questions here. I don't know, there could be some, could be not. I've got five questions. These were all asked last week, and I'll be honest, I totally forgot to just add them into the show notes and read them. So I'm going to read them tonight. But I will talk about Jason Momoa real quick. I've got a bit of a man crush on Jason Momoa. Um, He's like the giant Hawaiian, plays Aquaman, if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock. Um, He's like Carl Drago in Game of Thrones. I didn't even watch Game of Thrones, and I know that. And uh, he's in this movie called Sweet Girl. I will pre- preface this by saying, look, Jason Momoa, like, he can make a man turn, seriously. He's, he's so good looking. But he just looks like a nice bloke. Like, you just want to be held by him. And that's and that's kind of my thing with Jason Momoa. He's got that long, lush hair, the bod. You know, it's not over the top. He's just a giant-looking unit. But the coolest thing about Jason Momoa is that, like, he just looks as he has fun. He's a massive fucking metalhead. Loves all the bands that I love. He plays guitar, plays bass, rides Harleys. Just fucking goes crazy. He's got kids, got a hot-ass wife. Like, man, what's not to like about the guy? So I was just on a bit of a bender on his YouTube channel. If you want to watch some good content, some really cool little short stories, go on YouTube, Jace Momo, and get onto his channel. I, I watched this... Um, I watched a thing on YouTube last week. GQ did this really cool thing, like 10 things you can't live without, and it's like celebrities and shit like that. Jace Momoa had, honestly, the 10 things he couldn't live without. He, he must travel with just like a 747, just full of his shit, because he had a lot of shit in that 10 things, I swear to fuck. But it was really cool to see. So from there, he talks about his Carhartt pants. There's literally this 10-minute video he created called Canvas of My Life, and it's like it just dedicated these pants, but it's like the most beautiful story I've seen in a long, long time. Seriously. So good. I watched the ones about all the Harleys and stuff that he does, and I just like I was just like half in tears. I, got to, I watched him uh, unboxing the Metallica Black Album 30th anniversary thing. Shout out Metallica. Listen to that remastered Black Album today. Unreal. Um. He just seemed like a fucking cool dude. So from there, I just seen that he has a new movie out on Netflix called Sweet Girl. So naturally, I jumped in and watched it. Now, I will say, 
good movie. Really liked it. Um, I didn't have the highest hopes. And that's not to just um, piss on Jason Momoa's acting skills because he's a brilliant actor. Um, I didn't have high hopes. It just looked like one of those sort of, from the trailer, almost like it could have been a cookie cutter sort of revenge flick. And I like revenge flicks. So, I, you know, I, I always set the bar low because that's what you should do with movies. You shouldn't set the bar high with anything you're looking forward to. That's my life lesson. I just feel like don't set the bar too high going, open-minded, and that'll be that'll be it. So the movie was Sweet Girl with Jason Momoa. on Netflix. Um, I liked it. You know what? I think because I'd come off this high of watching his like YouTube videos, honestly, it just reminded me of like a really, really real story, and it kind of just, yeah, it was just a beautiful story. But anyway, basically, it's quite sad, actually. His wife is like dying from cancer, and there's this like drug that can help saver apparently and the big farmer step in and they don't put it on the market so he basically like threatens the ceo and you know that sort of goes from there and it sort of turns into a bit of revenge fun i don't want to ruin it for you but <clears throat> it involves his daughter and a lot of bad guys and things like that um but i just thought it was a really cool way they told the story a couple of twists and turns that i didn't expect so it to me it wasn't run of the mill other people might have picked it up i sort of coined onto it i've got to be honest but mate it was really good it was like an eight or nine out of ten i really liked it as i said don't set your bar too high and i think you'll be pleasantly surprised so that's my uh my movie recommendation of the week okay we've got a few things to go through here i'll get into these questions right now all right if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Um, ooh, good question. Uh, I will preface, preface this by saying that I don't usually look at these questions too heavily before answering them. Um, I'd probably straight up would, there's a couple of things, but probably my height, frankly. I think I'd like to be taller. Um, I don't know if your penis naturally grows if you shoot up in height. Um, that would be cool. It was a two-parter, but I genuinely probably would like to be about six foot. I don't know. I just think life could be better at six foot. Um, sometimes outside of the height thing, I'd probably maybe like to change my sort of tenacity and my laziness, but I don't know. I feel like you could do that anyway. Height. I'll go with height. I'd like to be six foot, just not six, one, two or three or even more, just six foot. That would be nice. I think that'd be good. Um, Who's your prediction for the NRL Premiership team? Obviously, this was asked last week, so it was probably a harder question there. Uh, look, based on Friday night's efforts with Storm v Manly, I feel like it's going to be hard for any team in the comp right now to beat the Melbourne Storm. Um, <clears throat> early on in the year, I said maybe Rabbitohs were the team to beat. Um, that was like my prediction. I didn't say the team to beat, sorry. They were the, my prediction before the, the, the um, rounds and everything, before the year started. So, yeah, but... Honestly, I feel like it's going to be the Melbourne Storm. I feel like it could be a Storm Rabbitohs final with the Storm just to uh, just to pip them. So, but it'll be a good game. Um, I'm really really looking forward to that one. Love finals footy. Um, if you could go on a holiday, where would you take the fam? Um, good question. We've thought about that. Japan is really high on the hit list. Um, I really have wanted to go to Japan for a long time. Um, my mate Matty G, shout out Matty G, big big fan, uh, big fan and friend of the show. Um, he runs a Cuba Snow Tour, so I'd always like to do that and check that out. Um, but yeah, just anywhere there's a nice beach and shit, but there's one like 10 minutes away. I'd say Japan. I'm going to lock in Japan. Great. Appreciate those questions, Ash. Um, 
These ones are a little bit, little bit more serious. I might have to think about these ones. Do you think Stoicism is a good philosophy? <laughs> Let me restart that. Do you think Stoicism is a good philosophy to adopt in everyday life? Um, <clears throat> I'll be honest. I sort of didn't really know what Stoicism was by definition, a hundred percent. But it looks like you know by definition, and I kind of roundabout thought it was like this bit of a bit of a person who sort of, I don't want to say show knows emotion, but maybe they're always positive and not negative all the time. But it's got yeah, a person who accepts what happens without complaining or showing emotion. So I guess whether you're happy, angry, sad, or in between, um, you just don't show emotion. Nothing nothing changes. Um, yeah, I don't... Um, I guess, yes, there's probably benefits of um, having stoicism in your everyday life. For me, personally... Any isms to tie yourself to, um, a lot of them are bad, um, of course, the, the famous ones, you know, uh, the sexism, the racisms, and the things like that. I just think tying yourself to any ism can be like detrimental because then, you, then you're sort of boxed in and you've got to live a, a certain way. And if you go like one foot outside of that ism, then a fellow, uh, fellow stoic might go, hey, mate, you're not being so stoic today. You've already fucked up on your ism. Um, like anything though, there's probably benefits of like that ism that you could em- employ in your your everyday life. Sorry, employ rather. Um, I don't know what that would be. Um, I'm just having a look here. Um, they, I, I think it's good to show emotion. I really do. Um, certain things are out of your control, and you have to accept that. But you can work on that. Um, I do believe in trying to be more positive than negative. Um, I mean, I have a problem with being negative sometimes. Um, you know, it's about mastering yourself. Um, I think that's cool. I think work on yourself is a big thing. I mentioned here quite a lot that I work on myself in different ways and probably fucking undo it too, just as much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if if I knew a little bit more about stoicism, uh, I could probably answer that a lot better. But yeah. My answer would be to like not to tie yourself wholeheartedly to certain isms. I think that's going to end bad because you you have to follow it to a T. And I've never been able to do anything like that in my whole life. Um, there's probably elements of that um, to to adopt into your life. So uh, for me, probably not the greatest thing to do every day, but parts of it. I don't know if that answered the question, but hopefully it did. <clears throat> what did Nietzsche mean when he said God is dead? Dead. Fuck me, Dad. I can't even read tonight. Can hardly speak. Can't even read. What did Nietzsche mean when he said God is dead? Um, again, not too familiar with Nietzsche. Uh, I'll be honest. Turbo Negro uh, have a song. It's called uh, Hot for Nietzsche. And that's as much as I knew about Nietzsche. But I think he's like a philosopher um, fucking from way back when. I assume the statement... I know he's got a book called God is Dead. I assume the statement probably gets misconstrued uh, you know we say god is dead it must mean you don't believe in, in god or anything like that or you did and now he's dead and it's gone and doesn't matter um yeah i don't know i don't i don't know really too much about that statement i don't think god is dead i never thought god was alive um controversial but i don't really believe in god and jesus and all those um things i believe in the universe and 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 that form of higher power that might seem a bit woo-woo to people but i do there's there's something out there guiding us but it's not a it's not a man on a on a cloud with a beard by any means it's nothing like that um believe in yourself if you've got to believe in anybody um is god dead i don't know never thought he was alive to begin with god is dead is a cool black sabbath song i do know that much um yeah i hope that answers your question because Honestly, that was a really fucking hard question. So let's get on with the show into into other 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 
important things. What else has been happening? Saw today my boy Conor McGregor up to his uh, old antics. He was invited to the VMA Awards and he had to present an award to the best artist of the year, which went to Justin Bieber. Can you believe it? McGregor's a believer and uh, he got to present his boy JB with the uh, with the award. Uh, that's pathetic. I will be honest. I was talking to my cousin about this just this morning, actually. We want to do a little, we want to start a little music podcast because um, we love music so much, metal, rock, punk, we love it. And look, no discredit to Justin Bieber, and he's done a lot of good things, I guess. But man, his music isn't music. It's just, it's just pure trash. The VMAs, any of that stuff, just pure trash. Um, but Connor was there, and he was just steamed up on the proper whiskey. He, who knows? He could have been having a few white lines on his private jet on the way there too. He loves getting steamed up, old Connor. But he uh, nearly got in fisticuffs outside the cage with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know what was said, what happened, but they they come to they come to blows nearly. Um, Machine Gun was there with his all his stuff. He had like jewelry on his face. I don't know what it is about Machine Gun Kelly. There's something about him that just uh, I'm, I don't want to be a negative guy, but there's something interesting about him. I just can't sort of get into him too much. I liked him when he was in the dirt playing Tommy Lee, but not really into his music. Um, I just think it's all a bit boring. It's a bit. I find people like that, and this might be because I'm so into the type of music I am, but I feel like there's people like that that, yes, while they have talents, they're kind of just grabbing onto things that they know are going to make them money quickly. <clears throat> now, you might call me stupid for that, but I love music and things like that. I, I, I don't know. It's just they're sort of cookie-cutter kind of stuff. You know, It's very watered down, pretty bland, pretty garbage. Um, they dress kind of insanely and sort of get their attention like that, you know, and... I think the fact that Machine Gun Kelly hangs out with Travis Bark and they do some pretty watered down version of some Blink One Eight Two, it's you know kind of made him this kind of punk rock dude. But uh, he's about as punk rock as Good Charlotte is. So yeah, don't really don't really see it myself. But um, that's no dig on Good Charlotte. I I've, I've, oh, don't mind me a bit of Good Charlotte. But yeah, who knows what what happened? But maybe Megan Fox was up in uh, Connor's DMs and it got a bit weird. But from from all accounts, he, he tried to throw a punch and threw a glass of water or some sort of liquid at him. I don't know. It was crazy. But that's just Connor, eh? Like, I feel like he's just got to get home. He just loves getting into shit. He's just he's just one of those dudes, you know? But, um, yeah, what can you do? I'm going to take a quick sip here because drying out again. This show might feel a bit rushed tonight, but um, that's genuinely because I do not want to lose my voice, need to go and smash a bit more honey this week, I think, <clears throat> pardon me, let's get on with the show, um, I wrote down a note here, I must have been half cut when I did this, but it was funny, Try. I, 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 I do this every day, actually, and I do this with one person in particular, um, I call my friend Milky, and I have the Siri thing activated where I'll, where I'll push the button, and I'll do an accent when I ask to call someone, I don't know why, but every time I call my friend Milky, I try to put on like a Scottish accent. Call Milky. I sound like Shrek. I don't know what it is, but I just thought surely I can't be the only person in the universe doing that. It's like my little way of trying to trick Siri and just seeing how good it is. Yeah, call Milky for me love. Just really trying to throw off Siri. To her credit, she's really good. She she knows language. She knows accents because she always calls Milky. I, I call her, honestly, I feel like from Glasgow some days, and she's just like calling Milky. Oh, Milky. Shrek here. Hi, Milky. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I just, 
that's kind of a little thing I do. Try to throw off Siri by using accents. I wonder if you guys try that too. It's pretty fun. Um, what else we got to talk about tonight? I was going to talk about the Nirvana baby, my cousin. We, we were talking about the other day. Um, I'm a bit. I feel like I'm a bit late to the party. I did see this, of course, but um, I hadn't. Um, I hadn't had a chance to to talk about it yet. But the guy that was on the front cover of the Nirvana Nevermind album at four months old was photographed in a pool by a friend, a family friend. He was naked, you know, because kids do. When you're at that age, it doesn't matter. I mean, my daughter gets naked and all my cousins, I'm sure we all did it. They just get naked. They have no concept. So I could see why it was put on a front cover. I mean, it's just one of these things. It's, I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't even know that album that well. That might seem pretty crazy, you know, but I don't know Nirvana, never mind. I don't even really like that song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Shock Horror. It's just not a song that I'm massively into. Every time I hear it, I just, it bores me, I'll be honest. But it's a fucking famous album. It really is. Like I cannot deny that. But the guy, he was four months old. Now he's 30 years old. He said that Nirvana engaged in child pornography when the band used a picture of him to, to, to be naked on the cover. <clears throat> and he's suing. Um, he, is, uh, he is suing the band for God knows how much money. And you know what? In this crazy world that we're living in, it's... Uh, he could probably get paid. I reckon, no shit, he'll probably get some form of money. I don't know who he's suing. I mean, Kurt Cobain's dead. I suppose it's the estate of Nirvana, which is probably Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic and Courtney Love, I'm assuming. Um, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. Apparently, this guy hasn't met anybody that hasn't seen his genitalia, so it's causing him all sorts of mental distress. I could see that. I mean, at four months old, you've got a tiny little penis. That's okay. You're four months old. That's like, that's what, it's not even that tiny, frankly. I've seen it. At a four-month-old level, that's not that tiny. But it was one of those things, like, it's just shocked him. He's 30 years old. I mean, maybe if his penis hasn't grown, that could be a bit of an issue for him. But I'm sure, I'm sure his penis has grown. You know what I mean? So it's probably just, it's probably just a way to, uh, you know what I mean, get, get cash. Reading here, though, it's a lot of cash, 150 grand from each of the 15 people and companies named in the complaint, including the fucking family friend photographer 150 grand from 15 people if he gets paid that i i i i'll be upset at my parents that i on my dick didn't get on a fucking album cover i swear to god hey but um yeah all these uh all these now mock meme things are coming out about it you know about other album covers i've seen some funny ones but i will just pre- re- i will just say it's pretty ridiculous it is pretty ridiculous but if the guy is seriously distressed and it is fucking with his head and people just are always talking about his four-month-old cock, shame on those people. If they're always talking about his four-month-old cock and he's like a 30-year-old man right now, um, yeah, look, I'd probably dig deep and see where I can get some money too. I kind of don't really have that that personality. I'd probably laugh it off and just, yeah, I am the Nirvana, baby. You know what I mean? I always think about that people that are caught in memes and stuff like that. Like years later, they're like, oh, God, you know, they're still hitting me up about this you know what i mean still it's been like 20 years fucking move on but it's uh it's kind of the world we live in right that people do they hang on to it and they they go and most most people are pretty cruel they probably don't think about that sort of stuff so yeah i don't know kind of feel bad for him if he if he genuinely does feel damaged and and people honestly always are bringing up his four-month-old cock when he's just around them that would really kind of start to annoy you but uh He's probably taking the piss a bit too, hey? I mean, I feel like it's one of those things you could definitely, definitely take the piss out of, you know? Like, you know, there's money to be made here. Times are tough. Fuck it. Why not? I'm going to 
I'm gonna see how we go. What's a reasonable fee? 150K from 15 different people. Yeah, okay, cool. Per 15 different people, I should say. I don't know how my math is, but that's like 1.5 million plus, probably more than that, I'm not sure. Not a mathematician, never claimed to be. But yeah, there's that. Just thinking about other album covers, hey, just the one that popped in the top of my head, Euthanasia by Megadeth, literally pegging babies all over the fence. Dave Mustaine sweating in his fucking Christian boots. Oh, Dave Mustaine. What's he going to do? Anyway, there's a lot more. We could, we could do a full episode breaking down album covers that have just fucked. They're just fucked. Like the band's just shitting themselves because someone's going to sue them. So there is that to think about. A couple more things to talk about tonight. I, I ticked a massive goal off. Um... I'll end on that one. I'll end on that one. I've got a note here. Being alone, hardest thing for me to do. It really is. I don't know why I want to talk about that. Oh, actually, I did know why I wanted to talk about that. Last week was Are You Okay Day. I think it was last Thursday. Um, I, I never really know when these dates sort of come up. I don't sort of keep tabs on things like that. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good day. I think it's good because it raises awareness and it brings attention to these things, and it's good to talk. I mean, I did a little post on my Instagram, and I don't normally do things like that, but I just sort of felt compelled. Funnily enough, I talked about anxiety in last week's podcast, so it was just timing. I thought, well, I had that bit, and it was Are You Okay Day. I'll, I'll release it at the same time, and then I did a little post up because Are You Okay Day is about like talking and asking people, are they literally okay? I like to talk. I ask people if they're okay. Actually, it happens quite regularly quite recently ask friends if they're okay and you might get you, you get sometimes surprised with the answers that you get um and you're glad you're asked you know what i mean because you, you hope that by asking that that might help that person in some way shape or form it's it's good to go that one step further to are you okay no i'm not okay okay well then how can i help what can we do how do we get you out of this slump this funk this stink whatever it is you know some people probably just want to bitch and moan and carry on that's okay, just as long as you're not doing it every fucking day, you know what I mean? Um, if you have got problems and you can fix them, then try to dig deep and fix them. Um, right now, I, I feel like I might be, you know, I'm, I'm killing it in certain areas of my life, but in other areas, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of going behind, falling behind, sorry, and I need to fix them. That's up to me. I can't just sit and piss and moan every day and talk about, oh, houses are expensive, I can never buy a house. We'll go and make more money, cunt. You know what I mean? There's ways to fix that situation. Cool. I've just got myself out of the funk. You know what I mean? It's not going to keep me up at night, hopefully. Other things will. The littlest. The dumbest shit keeps me up at night. Not the big things. And, you know, so there's there's other types of people that really are having some genuine crises and things like that. Those people genuinely, like if they ask for help, they, they, should, they should seek it, go and get it, go and listen to it and do the hard yards. Unfortunately, um, you know, things just sometimes don't get fixed overnight you know what i mean it's not that easy and you've got to dig deep so i feel bad for people that generally do suffer um because there, there are people out there that do suffer and i think that's really terrible uh it is part of life um a lot of it you know depression anxiety these things are and, and mental health in general bipolar and all the likes you know they're sort of starting to bubble a lot more to the surface nowadays with people it's, it's trying times out there too for a lot of the world so it's probably more more precious than ever to talk about it make yourself available to your friends and family and and vice versa you know what i mean i i, I refer to this show as my own personal therapy session <clears throat> most weeks you know what i mean and i do i i talk i i'm right now i'm getting shit off my chest <clears throat> and it makes me feel good it really does so um are you okay day good sentiment it's great make sure you ask friends and family are they okay if they're not okay fuck 
help them out you know what i mean get them to help themselves there's things that we can do make sure we're doing more keep striving to be better and all that so anyway i'm glad that i wrote that note that was nice that was beautiful of me but i will end the show i i, I ticked off two things actually i will this is a double part of I, I mentioned we went and talked to a mortgage broker right before this it's pretty crazy so we sat down they say you can borrow like Six hundred thousand, let's call it. You know, a lot of money, right? Kind of, frankly, sort of scares me a little bit. So we can borrow a lot of money, but we've got to have a lot of money to borrow that money, aka the deposit. You got to have forty, fifty grand. In my whole fucking life, I've never saved forty or fifty grand. I'll be honest with you, the most I've ever saved is twenty thousand dollars, right? And then we sort of spent that on different things, miscellaneous things. So you sort of go into that meeting. Yep, you can borrow this much, but you need to bring this much to the table. Or if you can't bring that much to the table, Go away and save it, and you've got two options. One is a non-refundable gift, which I don't really understand that, but basically someone can, I guess, gift you a portion of the house. And the other one is a guarantor, right? You can get that from your parents. Um, that's not really an option in my case. That's no discredit to my parents. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it, but only one of my parents owns property, and and she's got two two sons, me being one. So I don't want to force that on my mum either. So anyway... There's that. So we basically got to save it. So we walked out of the meeting. Cool, we know where we stand, but we've got to save like, say, 50K. You want to save $50,000. I, I, I wanted to ask the question to the audience tonight, and I'd love people to get back to me. It's like, one, have you been able to save that amount of money on your own for a house or for for investment, for anything like that? And and two, if you didn't, like how, how many people had help? Because from my account, for, for a lot of people that I know that own, own homes... There's probably only one, maybe two couples that come to mind. This is within Australia. I don't know about overseas because it's different overseas. I've got family overseas. But I probably only know one couple uh, that come to mind, maybe two couples that didn't get help um, from their family or someone. So that's not begrudging the people that got help. If I had help and, and it was genuine help, I would take it too, for sure, because shit is fucking expensive. So yeah, by not having the deposit, we have to pay a whole bunch more money. And it's just more money. And I just think, fuck, you've got to get a whole lot of money to then borrow a whole lot more money, to then pay it all back to get a house, this asset. Ugh, I don't know. It's just one of the things. I don't want to talk about houses and assets and stuff because frankly, I don't know enough, but it just seems crazy to me. You know, I'd rather maybe try to put my money elsewhere to make it make more money, but then I'd be a bit like, oh my God, do I really want this house? Do I want to fucking, all this money that I've taken and it's making a lot more money? Do I want to put it on a house? There's part of me that really, really does want my own house. I want to build a whole podcast studio, a whole like media sort of room for me to, to fucking go ham. I want to have the pool, I want to have the bar, I want to have the home cinema, I want to have the family with all their things, the mad kitchen, Beck, whatever she wants in the house, we want it all. I don't know. I just want to ask that question. Is anybody out there who's bought a house, did you get help from your parents or not? Let me know. That would be cool. I don't care if it's a personal question I'm asking it. Now, the other one, we'll end on a positive Good news story about me, moi. Uh, we ticked off a big, massive long-term goal in the last week. Um, we opened our first investment account, um, and I'm really super stoked with myself. That's something that Beck and I have wanted to do for quite some time. Um, we've recently come into some money, um, partly saving, partly just like tax and things like that all, all coming. doesn't matter how we got it, but we got the money, and we did something positive with it. I've always been terrible over the years coming into money and then maybe not using it in the most um, best ways, if I can put it, in better ways. I might spend it. I'll spend it on things that don't make the money. I was hell-bent when I knew I was getting some money recently to go, look, I want to put that money into an area where it's going to make me more money and I'm not going to touch it. And that's exactly what we did and that's exactly something we've been working towards for a long, long time. So 
big shout out for myself. Um, again, anyone out there who is investing money, I, I wouldn't say investing money in a house. I don't really think of like, maybe it is, maybe I'm off, but buying a house, I don't really consider that like an investment. I mean, anything that's like, maybe you've got like an investment property after your first house or you've got money online or you've got Bitcoin or you fucking do other interesting things, but how are people making money, I guess, outside of their job? So yeah, very, very stoked with myself and Becky, very proud of ourselves that we actually got to, to do that and tick off a goal. That was one of the long-term goals that we'd had written down. That's probably been in the pipeline for, I'd say one to two years. So um, <clears throat> very stoked with myself. Cool. Done. Awesome. Episode one and nine. That's it. I'm going to cut this shit off. My throat's killing me. I don't want to finish this beer. Um, as I said at the start of the show, if you can subscribe and pay it forward, that would mean a lot. Uh, Isaac John next week, episode 110, sitting down with Isaac John, aka Ice from YKTR. You know the rules. Uh, clothing, media, content, fucking empire. I'm so excited for that one. I'm going to kill it. He's going to kill it. It's going to... We're not going to kill each other. It's going to be fucking just really good doesn't matter that being said fucking chewing my words here let's go hope you have a beautiful week and i love you all